Hey everybody, welcome back to Studs and Dud Sports. AJ back here with Gorilla for week two of the fantasy football season. Gorilla, how you doing today? I'm I'm doing all right. I'm I'm ready to move past week one. <laughs> yeah, your beloved Buffalo Bills had a rough week. Um, let's talk about. I mean, obviously that was kind of surprising. What else surprised you from week one? Uh, well, really the lack of Packers. Um. <laughs> I mean, and, and how good Jameis Winston looked. Uh, week one, we know week one is kind of a hard one to, to to gauge because a lot of these teams that have absolute studs didn't really play in the preseason, and week one is kind of a dusting off the cobwebs for them. So we see a lot of teams that are usually really good that don't show up as well in week one, but uh, there were some extremes this this year. Yeah, I uh, I was surprised by the Packers' lack of uh, uh, caring, I guess you could say. Uh, but I was also really surprised with Tennessee and how bad they looked. I mean, that game with Arizona, they I figured it was going to be a lot closer than that. And Tennessee just did not show up at all. Their offensive line looked terrible. They did. And I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, I know Arizona made some uh, – really worked on their defense in this offseason. And I think their defense is much better than it was last year. I mean, with the addition of J.J. Watt and, and others, uh, Arizona's defense is going to be better than last year. But even still, Tennessee is supposed to be an absolute offensive powerhouse. Derrick Henry is one of the top running backs in the NFL, and they just weren't there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, we'll talk about them a little bit later and see if they can turn it around. But Let's uh, let's dive into our week two action. You want to kick us off with Thursday night football? Yeah, I decided to take the Thursday night game because I'm sure you don't want to talk about it. Uh, we got the New York Giants taking on the Washington football team. Uh, I'm guessing a little scoring one here. So is Vegas. They have it at 41 and over under, which is uh, definitely on the bottom end of what the over unders usually are. Thursday night games means less prep time means uh, more of a basic game plan. And oftentimes that means it's better off for the running backs. I'm going to stud Washington running back Antonio Gibson in this one. Uh, look, I don't see a whole lot of talent and a whole lot of promise under the New York Giants team. I'm looking for Washington to just kind of pound the ball, maintain the time of possession, and and win, win a low-scoring game here. And when it's that kind of a game, Antonio Gibson and a running back is really – where the action is. I am going to dud Saquon Barkley running back for the New York Giants. I do not trust the New York Giants offense. I will not start anybody in the New York Giants offense until I see some sort of light out of that team, uh, including Barkley, who is a fantastic running back. I just don't see him having any sort of luck whatsoever this week against that very tough Washington defense. Speaking of Washington defense, that is my sleeper play this week. Yes, take a defense on Thursday night football. Usually gets you pretty good and pretty pretty deep in there, especially against a team as bad as the Giants. And the Washington defense is improved, and we see it look better and better every week last year, and it's going to do nothing but the same this year. So I, I like Washington defense, and this one is a sleeper play. AJ, you want to kick us off on Sunday? On Sunday, the Patriots at the Jets. Uh, Patriots favored by six in this one with a low over under at 42. Uh, Vegas is not expecting a whole lot from this game and neither am I. Um, I'm going to stud in this one, Corey Davis for the New York Jets. Uh, look, I know he had a big game on last Sunday. He looks like he's going to be Zach Wilson's new favorite target. So volume wise in PPR leagues, uh, Corey Davis is going to be the new number one guy there it looks like this season so he'll be my stud this week uh, my dud is for the Jets also and Tevin Coleman uh, the Jets are really bad and they can't run the football so I'm avoiding Tevin Coleman completely in this one my sleeper is going to be James White for the Patriots look he he's not the main running back in the rotation last week um, but the Jets really struggled with Christian McCaffrey. And I know, I know a lot of teams struggle with Christian McCaffrey, but Christian McCaffrey makes his bread and butter mostly with uh, being catching passes out of the backfield, which is really where James White kind of excels as well. He's also the goal line back for the 
Patriots. So I think he is going to have a pretty uh, improved role this week over last week. And even last week, he got you 10 points uh, in most daily leagues. So he's super cheap. He's going to get you at least two to two and a half times your value on the low end. And if he goes off, I mean, he could get you four times your value pretty easily. I mean, if you're looking at 16 points out of him, um, you know, 16 to 20 points out of him as a running back, uh, if he doubles his production or even just finds the end zone like he didn't do last week and you're you're dancing right there. So James White is my sleeper this week. Um, Gorilla, who do you have up next? Let's talk about the Saints and the Panthers. We got an NFC South showdown here. Now, uh, low over under 44, especially after what uh, the Saints did last year or last week, rather. But remember, we do not chase points. You do not chase points in fantasy. Uh, you will get burnt doing that. Uh, having said that, I do like the Saints offense in this game. Uh, I really like Elvin Kamara uh, running the ball in this one here. I think he's going to be an absolute stud. He's been pretty quiet uh, as of recent weeks. He's due to have a breakout week, and the Panthers are subject defensively to the run, especially running styles of that of Elvin Kamara. So I'm looking for Elvin Kamara to be a good, great play on running back this week. I'm going to dud Panther quarterback Sam Darnold. Look, it's not that I don't like Sam Darnold. I just don't trust uh, don't trust them against that Saints secondary. That Saints secondary is fantastic. They always find a way to get turnovers. I don't trust playing a quarterback against them. Look, if Aaron Rodgers really struggled, and yes, I know Aaron Rodgers has his own issues right now, I don't trust Sam Darnold either. So I'd avoid Sam Darnold in this game at all costs. We're going to sleeper. Marquez Callaway, a wide receiver for the Saints. Look, Jameis Winston showed that he does like to air the ball out and he can't get the ball downfield. That looks good for Marcus Callaway. Looks for a lot of receptions with lots of yards. Hopefully a touchdown in there for you too. I like it. And he's a really cheap in your daily leagues as well. So look for Marcus Callaway to be a great cheap option at wide receiver this week. AJ, who do you got? Uh, I got the San Francisco 49ers traveling east to take on my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, speaking of teams that were surprising last week. Line in this one, the 49ers are favored by three, which doesn't make sense to me at all. Uh, the over-under on this game is 50, uh, which is pretty high. So Vegas is expecting a lot of points to be scored here. Um, listen, my stud this week, I am doubling down on Jalen Hurts, right? I talked about him last week. I thought he was going to have a great matchup against Atlanta, and boy, did he deliver. He had 300 total yards of offense, three touchdowns. He looked great. He didn't turn the ball over. He didn't even fumble snaps or fumble when he got hit either. So uh, great job by him. Um, I know the I know the Falcons defense leaves a lot to be desired, but that Philadelphia offense only gave up one sack, which is a big turnaround from last season. So uh, as long as Jalen Hurts is getting protection, he's going to find his new receivers and he's going to put up fantasy points for you. He's also really cheap compared to some of the other options that are out there with uh, Kyler Murray. Um with Russell Wilson, you know, those kind of guys that are dual threats, even uh, with uh, Josh Allen up in Buffalo, those guys are really expensive and daily and Jalen Hurst's price is not caught up to this production. So if you're looking for a guy that's going to put up, uh, you know, 20 to 30 points on an average day, and he's going to be in the 7,000 range in daily, uh, that's really cheap. Now, if you want to talk about some of the, um, if you want to talk about some of the other pluses, not only did Jalen Hurts look great against the Atlanta D, which we all knew he was, but we know the 49ers boast uh, a great pass rush, but hear me out here. The Lions put up a ton of fourth quarter points last week on the 49ers pass defense, which also happens to be when Jason uh, Verrett went down in the secondary for the 49ers. He's out for the season. They have not fixed that, uh, that issue in the secondary, and I don't think they're going to be able to get it fixed by Sunday. So if Jared Goff and the statue that he is with no wide receivers in, the, in Detroit can pick apart this defense in just 15 minutes of action, uh, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have quite a bit of success on Sunday. My dud in this one is going to be the 49ers run game. Uh, they lost uh, Raheem Mostert for the whole season. Their backups are decent, but Philadelphia's front four is really, really tough against the run. Uh, they're going to force Jimmy G and Trey Lance or the combination of two of them to beat them in the air in this one. And my sleeper, speaking of the 49ers airing it out, is going to be Brandon Ayuk. Uh, 
I imagine that the Philadelphia defense is really focused on taking away Debo Samuel, who had a big game last week. I think they're also really going to focus on taking away George Kittle, much like they did with uh, Kyle Pitts last week. That's going to leave Ayuk with a lot of one-on-one matchups, so he's going to have to win those if he's going to be successful this week. And if the 49ers are going to be successful, he's also going to have to win those. I think he's going to be a good volume play this week, and we know Kyle Shanahan just called him out for you know, having to win his matchups this week if they're going to have a chance. So uh, anytime a coach calls out a player, it's going to go one of two ways. He's either going to do really well or he's going to absolutely bomb. Uh, I'm sleeping this week. I think his price is right and the production should be there. Gorilla, who's your next guy? Who's your next matchup? Uh, let's continue on with teams that uh, surprised us in week one by talking about the Cincinnati Bengals as they had the Chicago to take on the Bears. The Bears have a three point uh our three-point favorites in this one, and it's pretty much just home field advantage. Uh, over under somewhere in the middle, 45, which is yeah, really is right down the middle in here. I'm expecting there are some fantasy options in this one, but there's a lot of that are not great options in this one as well. I'm going to stud Joe Burrows. Look, he got hurt last year. Before he got hurt last year, he was showing some real promise. He came in last week against a Vikings defense that people were saying is really good, and he played a good game. Uh, he didn't play a fantastic game, but he played a good game. I'm looking to get the same thing out of him against the Bears. Again, if you're spending more money on places like running backs in your league, which kind of cost a little bit more money because really there's not as much this year. You can save some money going Joe Burrows in quarterback this week. I really like the matchup against the Bears. I'm going to dud David Montgomery, the running back for the Bears. I think this game is going to be played more in the air. I think Burroughs is going to be able to air it out and spread the ball around between his receivers, making Chicago the force to throw, throw the ball, whether it be Dalton or Fields. Well, they have that controversy right now in Chicago. I'm going to sleeper, T. Higgins, the slot receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. Look, the Chicago Bears give up a lot of yardage to receivers in the middle of the field. Slot receivers tend to do great fantasy things when playing against the Bears. Key Higgins is that slot receiver. He's going to be a cheap surprise option that I think he's going to rack up a lot of points in this game. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what the Bengals are able to do and they're able to continue on with this, uh, with this string of good luck, a string of play like they had last week. All right. That brings us to uh, my next matchup, which is the Raiders and the Steelers. Uh, Raiders are another team that surprised us on Monday night with that big comeback win and uh, I guess winning twice in overtime. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that was a that was a great game to watch, by the way. Uh, it was a fantastic overtime game. It's one of the I mean, we started out the week hot with the uh, Cowboys and the, the Buccaneers, which with a great game there that went down the wire. And then we ended with that Raiders game. And the Ravens, that was fantastic as well. So uh, we had a whole lot of good football to watch in week one. Um, the line in this one, the Raiders and the Steelers, is the Steelers by five and a half. The over-under is at 47, so not a ton of points. to be. Well, Vegas is saying it's going to be on the higher side of average in this one. Um, not one of the best games of the week, but certainly not one of the worst. Uh, my stud in this one is going to be Ben Roethlisberger. I think uh, that offense is ready to break out. They had a tougher matchup last week against the Buffalo Bills defense, which we know is pretty stout against the pass. Um, so I think Ben's going to have a much better week this week. Uh, he has a much better offense around him than the Ravens do at this point. Uh, and Ben is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson is uh, in terms of the passing game. So this is a good week for Big Ben to uh, kind of pick on those uh, cornerbacks and safeties and some of those linebackers as well for the Raiders. I don't think their pass rush can be able to get home as much as uh, they did against the Ravens. So Ben is my pick this week to stud in this one. My dud is going to be Henry Ruggs. Uh, I know he was a first round pick last year. I know he was highly touted. I just, he doesn't look good to me. Uh, he just doesn't. I mean, his game's all about speed, which is great, but he's really a, a home run hitter or nothing. So if he doesn't catch the long ball, he's useless in fantasy. He's not a PPR guy. He's not a volume play. You're really looking for that one 75 yard touchdown out of him for him to be worth it. And I just don't see it happening this week. Uh, my sleeper in this one is we Brian Edwards for the Raiders though. Brian Edwards is a great volume play. He's the guy that made a couple of big catches last week uh, for the Raiders on Monday night. He seems to be coming into his own and finding a role there. 
Uh, so him and Hunter Renfro, actually both of them, are probably much better options in the Raiders passing game. We know they're going to be playing from behind here, so they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit. Um, so those two guys, Brian Edwards and Hunter Renfro, are going to be my sleepers for the Raiders. Gorilla, who's up next on the slate? Let's talk about my beloved Buffalo Bills. They're headed to Miami to take on the fish. Uh, <laughs> Bills are... Bills are favored three and a half points as the away team here with an over under of 48. Vegas is expecting some scoring in this one. Uh, honestly, I think there are fantasy ups in this one, but I don't think it's honestly going to be as high a scoring game as they are uh, predicting. I'm going to stud Josh Allen in this one. Look, if you look at previous, previous uh, Josh Allen seasons, when Josh Allen has a game that is less than stellar, like he had against Pittsburgh, he always bounces back strong. I'm looking for him to bounce back strong in this one. Miami's defense, while okay, is not quite as, as tough and hard-hitting as the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense is. So look for Josh Allen to spread the ball out. Look for him to get a lot of yardage on the ground and in the air as a double-threat quarterback this week. I He's a little bit more in fantasy. Uh, if you're looking to spend up a little bit more in quarterback, Josh Allen is a good option for that. I'm going to dud Miles Gaskin. Look, the Bills defense does a great job of shutting down the run. I do not like the Dolphins running game in this one. Miles Gaskin and Malcolm Brown being the two main backs. The Bills do a good job. They held Najee Harris. For the most part, they hold just about every running back that they come across to keep them down to a minimum. And they do a good job of keeping the running backs out of the end zone once they get into the red zone. I don't like the Miami running game at all in this one. I get it done completely. I'm going to sleeper. Dawson Knox, the tight end out of Buffalo. Look, he made some fantastic plays against Pittsburgh. He has very sturdy hands at a game where a lot of passes were dropped for the Bills receivers. He was the one person that, when it was thrown his way, he made the catch. Look for Josh Allen to remember that. Look for that ball to head to Dawson Knox down the middle on third down because that seems to be when Dawson Knox is used as he's a third down back for them. So look for Dawson Knox to be a fantastic sleeper play at tight end, save you some money for the positions that you want to spend more money in. AJ, who do you got next? Uh, Up next, I have the Texans at the Browns. This is one of the biggest lines of the week. The Browns are favored by 12 and a half with an over under at 48. So Vegas is thinking this is pretty much going to be a blowout. Uh, I, I think the Browns are going to win this one. I don't know if they're going to put up as many points in this one. And I don't know if 12 and a half is really the number here. Uh, I mean, I don't, I think the Browns are going to win. I, I think 10 is more of a solid number, but not 12 and a half is a lot. Um, Anyways, my stud in this one, Nick Chubb, uh, he was a beast last week. I called it against the Chiefs. He found the end zone twice last week. He put up some big yardage, and now he gets a much, much better matchup against the Texans. Uh, I think they're going to absolutely pound the rock against the Texans, especially with them being in the lead for most of this one, and that means Nick Chubb is going to have a big game. My dud is the other running back for the, on the other side of the ball, Mark Ingram. The Texans are going to be playing from behind by at least a touchdown, sometimes two or maybe even three points in this game. Uh, so I think you know if you're playing from behind with, you know, down two to three scores, you're going to not be running the football a whole lot. Mark Ingram is probably going to disappear in this offense. I'm going to pass uh, this week on him. My sleeper for the Browns is Donovan Peoples-Jones. Odell Beckham is out this week, which means Peoples-Jones gets to bump up to the number two receiver. Uh, Listen, last season when he played at the end of the season with some of the injuries that the Browns had on their wide receiver core. Uh, Peoples Jones played really well. He had some big catches. He played and got open. He looked like a decent little volume play there. He's got another season under his belt to help him out in that offense. So I look for him to be maybe uh, not a volume play, but as a home run threat, he's probably in there. Uh, He's a sneaky play. He's going to be super cheap. Uh, So if you want to take a chance and save some money at wide receiver, that would be one option there. Gorilla, who's up next for you? Let's talk about the LA Rams. They're headed to Indy to take on the Colts. Uh, The Rams are favored four points in this one and over under 47.5. I think the Rams might put that up by themselves. Uh, It was so nice to see Matt Stafford in that Rams uniform with weapons to throw to. And he looked, he looked great. 
I, I enjoy watching it. I'm, I have a hard time not cheering for Matt Stafford. He spent so many years on a team that's had very little talent, but he still always managed to put up decent numbers. Now here he is with talent. This is his chance. This is his chance uh, to go to the prom, I guess, if you will. I really like Matt Stafford this week against the Colts. The Colts have struggled against quarterbacks, uh, against the pass. But for Matt Stafford to be an absolute stud, I really like him this week as a, as a fantasy option at quarterback. And he's reasonably affordable uh, going down on your daily leagues as well. I'm going to dud Colts running back Jonathan Taylor. Look, I like Jonathan Taylor, but when you're playing against Matt Stafford in that offense, uh, they're going to have to abandon the run to keep up. Jonathan Taylor is not much of a receiving back. He's more of a handoff uh, out of the backfield. So look for Indy to look in other directions besides running the ball, making Jonathan Taylor not a good fantasy option, not a good volume play uh, for the Colts this week. I'm going to sleeper, Tyler Higby, the Rams tight end. Look, I, I he's, he's super cheap in your daily leagues. He's like, He's like in the 5,000s in your daily leagues. To get a tight end, a a, a one-tier a, a one tier tight end, with Matt Stafford in the 5,000 range for tight end, it, it's you, you don't come across that very often in daily leagues. You have to take advantage of it when you see it. I really like uh, – for, for the 5,000, it's a steal because he's definitely going to get enough points to make up for that and much more. Tyler, he'd be – well, he may not be the best tight end this week, for uh, value versus cost, he definitely is the best tight end this week. AJ, who do you got? Uh, next up, I got the Broncos and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, the Broncos are favored by six in this one with an over-under at 45 and a half. So more in, in the midline, I guess. Uh, this is probably the average score of the week here. Uh, my stud in this one is going to be Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, listen. This Jags defense made Tyrod Taylor look absolutely fantastic last week. And Teddy Bridgewater has some really good wide receivers and an up and coming tight end to attack the defense with. So I am taking Teddy Bridgewater as my stud of this game. My dud is going to be James Robinson, the running back from the Jaguars. He is second in line for carries. It looks like in this offense, they're probably going to be playing from behind most of the day. So I'm going to avoid him in this one. My sleeper here is another tight end. We didn't talk about too much last week is no offense for the Broncos. Uh, Jerry Judy went down with an injury last week. Uh, it's terrible to see because I thought he was going to have a nice season this season. Uh, but Noah Fant is in line for more targets because of that in the passing game. Uh, so I'm going to look for him to have a nice outing in this one. Again, he's another cheaper option uh, outside of those Travis Kelsey's and Rob Gronkowski's that are super expensive. Uh, he's a great option here this week um, on the lower end of things, and he'll put up some good volume numbers for you. Gorilla, who's up next? Let's uh, move on. We're moving on to four o'clock games here already. Uh, it feels like we're moving quick. It is a lot of great games this week. A lot of good fantasy games. And this one, this one is a fantastic one. I love this game for fantasy. I'm talking about the Atlanta Falcons as they head to the Tampa Bay to take on the Super Bowl defending champs, the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are favored 12 and a half points in this game uh, with an over under of 52. That's an awfully high over under. And I'm expecting this to be a high scoring game. A lot of fantasy options into this one it is hard not to stud tom brady in this game and i'm going to do just that i'm going to stud tom brady uh in this game and sometimes it's hard to pick a receiver because tom brady is so good at spreading the ball around but still he's got to put up a lot of points we also got to remember that tampa bay has had a little bit of a longer week to prepare for the falcons so they have more more prep time we also have to look at the falcons passing defense is awful they gave up uh the they're not a good they're not good at stopping the pass this should be an absolute field day for tom brady and tom brady he doesn't like when he gets a big lead he'll still put up points he doesn't care he's gonna go out there and he's gonna play like the game's tied even if he's up by 30 points so look for tom brady to be an absolute stud in this game i'm going to dud the entire atlanta running game mike davis and company you're going to be behind this one. You're not going to be able to run the ball. You're going to have to throw the ball to keep up in this game. Uh, the running game is going to be an afterthought as far as the Falcons are concerned. However, with that as a volume play, here's a sleeper pick of Matt Ryan, the quarterback out of the Atlanta Falcons. Look, 
the Cowboys put up a lot of points against Tampa Bay last week in the opening game of the football opening game of the season. Uh, Matt Ryan actually had a very good game and put up a lot. Or Dak Prescott had a great game against the Buccaneers. Excuse me. I'm looking for Matt Ryan to do the same and to be a fantastic volume play sleeper at quarterback. Just because you're not the winning team doesn't mean you're not going to have good fantasy players. I think Matt Ryan is going to be a great fantasy option at quarterback this week, even though the team is such huge underdogs. AJ, you want to continue on this 4 o'clock run? Uh, moving on to the next 4 o'clock game, the Minnesota Vikings travel into Arizona to take on those Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals are favored by only 3.5 in this one with an over-under of 51. I, the Cardinals get no respect, man. They, they put up big numbers against a good team last week, and, uh, I mean, they, they won that game easily. I, I don't understand why the Vikings are getting so much love from Vegas this week. But uh, anyways, my stud, this one is Kyler Murray. Look, what a way to kick off the season last week for Kyler Murray, right? He's instant MVP contention after week one. He's got all the weapons around him on offense. His defense was humming last week. Uh, listen, he gets to pick on this Vikings defense. They got absolutely trashed by joe burrow last week and okay right like we don't like to you know the bengals are not a great team you know they're up and coming joe burrow has got an up-and-coming quarterback he's got some decent receivers around him but listen like no one on that team compares to deandre hopkins no one on the team compares to aj green uh kurt you know christian kirk you know these guys are uh the, the cardinals offense right now is loaded uh, led by Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, who are both going to absolutely shine in this one. So Kyler Murray is going to be my stud. On the other side of the ball, my daughter is going to be Kirk Cousins. He's got weapons on the outside, right? He's got Justin Jefferson. He's He's got, uh, you know, good receivers that he can throw to with Adam Thielen on the other side. But is he going to have time to throw? Uh, my guess is no. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that, Chandler Jones is going to have five sacks again this week, but that Arizona defense just brings it. And Kirk Cousins, we know, is the opposite of mobile. So <laughs> I don't think he's going to have a whole lot of time to throw this week. I'm going to pass on him. I think he's going to absolutely dud. Uh, my sleeper in this one, Chase Edmonds for the Cardinals as well. Uh, he was more effective in his 12 carries last week uh, than James Conner was with his 16. Um, also, he had plays in a similar style to Joe Mixon, and Joe Mixon had an absolutely great game last week against this Vikings defense. Uh, so I look for Chase Edmonds to pretty much be similarly used in this one. I think he'll be used out of the backfield as a pass catcher. Uh, he's still going to get his carries as well. So I look for Chase Edmonds to be a nice little sleeper this week. Gorilla, who's on deck? Let's talk about another uh, great fantasy game here. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they're taking on the L.A. Chargers. Chargers are favored three points. It's home field advantage. The over-under is 55.5. Vegas is saying this game is going to be uh, going to skyrocket in points scored, and I agree with them. Uh, I wish I could stud both quarterbacks in this game. I think both Justin Herbert and Dak Prescott are going to have fantastic games. Herbert's my boy this week. Uh, I, I really like the passing game this week from both of these teams here. This game is going to be one in the air. I'm expecting a lot of bombs out of both quarterbacks in this one here. I'm expecting the exact opposite out of the run game. Uh, I'm dudding Ezekiel Elliott, even though Austin Eckler is not going to have a great game as well. This game is going to be played in the air. They're going to be throwing the ball and scoring to keep up with each other. Uh, Big Zeke we've seen before for Dallas does not do well when it's a high-scoring game. They just don't utilize him the same way we saw that last week against the Buccaneers. Austin Eckler's a little better because he catches a little more passes out of the backfield than Big Zeke does, but still, this game's going to be moving much farther northwest in this one. I think the run games as a whole are going to be lacking in this one. However, here's a sleeper play for you. Mike Williams, a wide receiver out of L.A., these costs $6,000 in your daily leagues. On um, a game that's going to be this high scoring, 
look for both receivers, look for all the receivers in this one to be able to put up some sort of numbers. Mike Williams being that cheap as a volume play alone makes him well worth it. So uh, there's a lot of fantasy options in this one. Pretty much passing game good, running game and defense bad. That's all you really need to know about this game. And you will not do wrong. There's a lot of good fantasy options for this one. AJ, who do you got? Uh, next up with our last four o'clock game is going to be the Titans and the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks are favored by five and a half with an over under 54. So Vegas is saying this is going to be the second highest scoring game of the week. Uh, my stud in this one, DK Metcalf. He had a good start to the season last week, but not a great start to the season. Um, he's going to have a much better matchup size wise this week against the Titans defense. He's going to be able to pick on him a lot better than a lot like uh, DeAndre Hopkins did last week for the Cardinals. Uh, so I look for DK Metcalf to shine in this one. I think Russell Wilson is going to have some pretty big numbers here as well. Uh, I'm going to stud DK Metcalf specifically, but you can't go wrong starting Russell Wilson. I just can't stud him because of his price. I, I think his daily price you know, you kind of expect big numbers out of him. And if you don't get them, you're kind of disappointed. So uh, stud in this one is DK Metcalf. My dud is going to be Derek Henry on the other side of the ball. Uh, he's going to have a, a continued slow start to his season. I think the Titans are going to be playing from behind in this one. They're going to have to throw the ball to keep up. And I think uh, Henry is going to be limited in action here. Uh, I'm not saying that Derek Henry is going to have a bad game. But for his price in daily, I don't think he's going to live up to the value. So he'll he'll kind of be he's overpriced right now and overvalued. Uh, as the season goes on, I think he'll catch up to his value or his value or his price will come down to his production. And maybe in a couple of weeks, he'll actually be undervalued. So he'll be a good you know, a nice pickup then. But right now, Derek Henry is somebody I'm avoiding. Uh, my sleeper is running back on the other side, though, is Chris Carson with the Seahawks. Uh, I think they're going to be ahead for part of most of the day here. I think they're going to try to wind some clock, especially in the second half in this one. So I think Chris Carson is going to be a great play. Uh, he is a one-man show in the backfield now that Richard Penny got hurt. So uh, I like Chris Carson, especially when he's really the only mouth to feed in that backfield uh so chris carson's my sleeper here and that brings us to sunday night football yeah we got one uh hell of a high score game here the kansas city chiefs are headed to baltimore to take on the ravens uh teams are favored three and a half points with an over under of 56 yeah they're expecting a real high scoring game here however this it's harder to pick kansas city players to play because they always cost so much. Uh, the value, they have to really go big to be worth the value that you're spending in your daily leagues. However, having said that, I really like Tyreek Hill this, this week. Look for the Kansas City wide receiver to be the top gun, at least offensively for this one here. Uh, Ravens have given up a lot of points to wide receivers along the outside. That screams Tyreek Hill. Patrick Mahomes will be good as well, but cost a little bit more. Tyreek Hill, I think, is the better option as a stud in this game. What am I going to dud? The defense. Yes, all of the defense, both teams, Kansas City, Baltimore, look for these two teams to really put up a lot of points in this one. Uh, not, not a lot of turnover type plays. Both teams are pretty good about protecting the ball. This is not a defensive game. Do not start a defense in this one. I'm going to sleeper, the Baltimore wide receiver, Sammy Watkins. Yes, that's right. He played for the Chiefs. Now he plays for the Ravens. This is kind of his game against his former team. Look, uh, Lamar Jackson's going to have to throw the ball just because he doesn't have a running back besides himself. Uh, and look for him to be aiming towards Sammy Watkins in this game. Watkins is going to be ready to go in this one. And he's really cheap and kind of under the radar for your daily leagues. Look for this to be a good Sammy Watkins game. Yes, I am calling a Sammy Watkins game, AJ. You want to bring us home on Monday Night Football? Monday Night Football, the Lions go to Green Bay and take on the Packers. Packers are favored by 11 in this one with an over under at 48. So Vegas is thinking the Packers are going to put up a lot of points and the Lions not so much. 
Uh, I'm studying Aaron Rodgers this week. I think he's going to have a nice bounce back game. I think the Lions secondary has way too many injuries right now, especially after last week, they lost their number one corner. Um, and the 49ers were able to put up a ton of points on this defense. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a nice bounce back game, which means that Devontae Adams is also going to have a nice bounce back game after week one. These two guys generally average one touchdown per week over their careers when they're playing with each other. Neither one of them found the end zone. Well, uh, <laughs> Devonta Adams did not find the end zone last week, which means he's probably going to find it at least once this week on Monday night. Uh, my dud is any Lions wide receiver. Uh, none of these guys scare me. Quinton Cephas and the rest of the Lions uh, wide receiving core. Nobody on that team scares me. Nobody on that team impresses me at all. Uh, this Packers pass defense is generally, and and even last year was a top tier defense in, in, in the passing game. Uh, so I don't know what happened in week one. I think they're going to probably get it turned around here. Um, and then Jared Goff is really going to struggle in this one. Um, plus, we know that the Lions offense right now is running through DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson, uh, in the, especially in the passing game. So I'm going to dud any of the Lions wide receivers. My sleeper in this one is going to be DeAndre Swift. Uh, DeAndre Swift is the running back for the Lions. He's really involved in the passing game. They like to get him in space. They like to throw him some passes out of the backfield. Uh, so in PPR leagues, he is definitely going to be well worth the play uh, as a volume play. He's also pretty cheap in your dailies. Um, and with the Lions playing from behind, that means that you don't have to worry about Jamal Williams stealing carries from him. I know it's kind of a revenge game or homecoming game or whatever for Jamal Williams. He left Green Bay in the offseason and went to Detroit. Uh, I don't think that's going to matter. It's not really a revenge game if you're going to be losing by 14 for most of the week. So uh, DeAndre Swift is my guy running back. Avoid Jamal Williams as well. Um, that's going to bring us to our studs, duds, and sleepers of the week. Gorilla, you want to kick us off with the quarterbacks? Yep. Uh, my stud quarterback, you talked about him, and you're right up. Kyler Murray for Arizona. For some reason, uh, the, the Vegas, Vegas is not predicting Arizona to be as good as I think they are. I'm making Kyler Murray a fantastic stud at quarterback this week. Uh, it, it's hard not to go that way. I, I think he's an absolute early MVP candidate. Uh, as far as my dud, Daniel Jones playing tonight for the New York Giants. Yeah, it, I know that that's a layup pick as far as a dud quarterback goes, but I'm not, I'm not expecting anything fancy at all over Daniel Jones uh, really this entire season. Sleeper, I'm going to go with Matt Stafford for the Rams against Colts. Uh, he, I'm calling him a sleeper just because he's so cheap in your daily leagues that really, if you're looking to save a few bucks at a at the quarterback position, he is a fantastic option for that price. Very overlooked this week as far as uh, all the Vegas and betting lines go. AJ, who do you got for quarterbacks? I'm studying, and you talked about him, and you're right up, Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, he's going to just tear apart that Atlanta defense, and it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, especially if he's on your fantasy team. So Tom Brady's my stud of the week. My dud of the week at quarterback is going to be Sam Darnold going against that New Orleans uh, secondary. Uh, if they can get three picks on Aaron Rodgers, who's usually pretty uh, good with the football, uh, Sam Darnold doesn't have much of a chance with less weapons at his disposal. And my sleeper here is going to be Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I talked about him in my write-up as well. He's real cheap this week. He's got a good matchup. Teddy Bridgewater is a nice sleeper at quarterback. Um, Gorilla, who you got at running back this week? Uh, uh, you sleepered him in your write-up. I'm going to stud him as my running back of the week. I'm talking about Chris Carson from Seattle. My reason for studying him is he is a great player this week. He is going to put up points, but even more so, he's only 6,700 in your daily leagues. Now, we all know running back is the hardest position to find good, cheap, options in daily leagues. Chris Carson is cheap. He is affordable uh, because they're going to be ahead. It's a great volume play at running back this week going with Chris Carson. I'm going to dud the entire Falcons running game, Mike Davis and uh, company. Look, they're going to be getting blown up by Brady. There's not going to be any reason to run the game whatsoever for Atlanta. Uh, I'm just not a fan of them this week. Uh, this week. And I'm going to sleeper. Melvin Gordon for the Broncos. 
Yeah, I know there's a name we haven't talked about, but this is the perfect game for Denver to really get the to start running the ball against against a really shabby defense at best. This is a good week to see Denver actually get some success on the running game. AJ, who do you got running the ball? Uh, my stud of the week this week is Nick Chubb. Talked about in my write-up. I love the matchup for Nick Chubb this week. The Browns are absolutely going to destroy uh, in their matchup this week, and Nick Chubb is going to be a huge beneficiary of that. So Chubb for the win this week. Uh, my dud is going to be Tevin Coleman for the Jets. Look, they're awful, and they're playing the Patriots, and the Jets are just awful. So I'm avoiding Tevin Coleman. And my sleeper, uh, another guy I talked about in my write-up, is going to be Chase Edmonds. I like the matchup here. I think he's going to be able to really emulate uh, you know, what Joe Mixon did last week uh, against that defense. So Chase Edmonds is my sleeper play this week. Gorilla, who are you looking at at wide receiver? Well, let's wide receiver. My stud's going to be Tyreek Hill. It's hard not to go with a Kansas City player if they play the Ravens in a game that is uh, showing to be an absolute an absolute uh, uh, a barn burner of a game, a lot of points scored. I like Tyreek Hill to be an absolute stud at receiver in this one. I'm going to dud uh, Khalif Raymond and the rest of the Detroit Lions wide receivers. I, I just, until I see some sort of life out of, out of that receiving core, I'm not going to dare start it. It's an absolute dud fest there. And I'm actually going to your beloved Philadelphia Eagles when it comes to uh, comes to my sleeper play here, I really like Jalen Rager this week. I think he's going to be a fantastic wide receiver. He showed a lot of promise last week. I'm looking for that to continue against the San Francisco 49ers this week. All right, my wide receivers. I have a trio of Devontae's, and I didn't even plan that. <laughs> uh, Devontae Adams is my stud of the week. Uh, he's, again, I talked about him in my write-up. I think he's going to have a nice bounce-back week this week. Uh, especially with Aaron Rodgers on Monday night, they're going to be at home. They're going to want to prove that last week was an anomaly. I think they're going to air it out on this terrible Lions secondary and put up some big points. That uh, means Devontae Adams is going to have a big week. My dud of the week, Devontae Parker from Miami. Uh, I sleepered him last week and he paid off with a touchdown. So he proved his value. Uh, I think he's got a much tougher matchup this week. I don't see Devontae Parker being as good and my sleeper from my beloved Philadelphia Eagles, Devontae Smith. Uh, he had six catches last week, 70 yards on a touchdown in his first game uh, of the season, his first NFL game. Uh, he's only going to get better from there. He is going to be a good volume play. I think he's a better play than Rager, who you sleepered. Uh, Rager is kind of more of the home run threat. He's a guy that kind of throws quick screens to on the outside as well whereas Devonta Smith is the guy that kind of works in the middle of the field, gets to the run after the catch yardage. Um, I think he's a better volume play there. Both those receivers are super cheap, though, so you can really can't go wrong with either one. Uh, that brings us to our wider, or our tight ends. Um, Gorilla, who you got at tight end? It is crazy. We both went the same route, in a sense, for our sleeper wide receivers. Um <laughs> I'm I'm going to stud, and this is a I know this is almost a shocker. Eric Ebron, the tight end out of Pittsburgh. I really like him this week at tight end. I I think that's a great matchup for him. Uh, I the Vegas gives up points to your tight end. Ebron's an awesome play. Uh, I'm going to dud Evan Ingram from the New York Giants playing tonight again. I really don't like the Giants this season. I think they're going to get beat up, especially against a team with a stout of defense as the Washington football team. I talked about him in my write-up for Sleeper. Dawson Knox out of my beloved Buffalo Bills. I think this is going to be a great volume game for him against the Miami Dolphins. AJ, who do you got? Um, my stud tight end is going to be Darren Waller for the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders are going to have to throw the ball to keep up. They are lacking in weapons on the outside, which means that Darren Waller is really their de facto number one receiver out of the tight end spot. I know he's kind of expensive in your daily leagues, but he's going to be worth the price just on volume alone in almost every week, especially with the Raiders mostly playing from behind every week. Uh, my dud is going to be David Njoku for the Browns. I know he scored a touchdown last week. And when we talk about it every season, don't chase points. Uh, this is not a good matchup for him this week. I know the Browns have a great matchup 
with the Texans, and I know they're going to put up some points, but David Njoku is not uh, going to be super involved in all of that. Even with the injury to Odell Beckham, I still don't think that he's going to be a great play. He's really touchdown dependent, and I don't see him finding the end zone this week, so I'm avoiding him. Uh, my sleeper, another guy I talked about in my write-up for the Broncos is Noah Fant. Uh, I think the Broncos are going to have a really big week this week. We talked about it with a lot of our sleepers. Um, I sleep in Bridgewater. I know Gorilla just sleepered uh, Melvin Gordon at running back. Noah Fant is another great option this week. The Broncos are kind of undervalued as a team right now, and they do have some good players when they have good matchups, and Noah Fant is a great matchup at tight end. Um, Gorilla, who you got at kickers? I'm going to stud Butker out of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's probably going to put up 15 points and extra points alone. Uh, but anytime you have a real high scoring game like that, the kicker just makes sense to, to pull out of that game. I'm going to dud Gano, Graham Gano out of the New York Giants. Yes, I am picking on them this week. Uh, again, Thursday night football against a tough defense, you're screwed. Uh, plain and simple, Gano's going to be an absolute dud this week. I like Robbie Gold from the San Francisco 49ers against your beloved. Philadelphia Eagles. I think that the Eagles do give up uh, yardage, and but I think they don't give up touchdowns. Anytime that you have a situation like that, field goals become the way that you're scoring points. Looking for San Francisco 49ers to put up field goals in this game, making gold a great sleeper option. All right. My stud kicker of the week is going to be Matt Prater for the Cardinals. Uh, I, I really think the Cardinals are going to put up a lot of points this week, uh, not just finding the end zone, but I think they're going to have a few drives that kind of stall at, and on the other side of the field as well. So Prater should be a good option kicking some field goals as well. My dud is going to be Daniel Carlson. I think the Raiders are kind of a touchdown or bust team at this point, uh, especially with their matchup this week. So, uh, you know, when that game gets, you know, late in the third, early into the fourth, I think the Raiders are going to start going for it. Uh, cause you're going to have to score touchdowns to keep up with the Steelers. So I, I think they're going to kind of go for it, uh, on some of those, you know, fourth and five, fourth and threes on the other side of the field, rather than kicking the field goal. So Carlson's kind of not going to be a great option. Uh, and Jake Elliott is my sleeper from, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. We sleepered both kickers in the same game. Um, I'm kind of on the same track as gorilla here. I think that Philly is going to have a tougher time to score touchdowns this week, but they are able to move the ball, which means Jake Elliott's going to get a couple more opportunities for some longer field goals in this one. So he should be a nice sleeper play. That brings us to our defenses. Uh, yep. Uh, I'm going to stud the Washington football team defense. I know I'm picking on the giants again. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a no brainer play. The giants are absolutely God awful right now. That Washington defense is really showed up. I enjoy the Washington football team this week. I'm going to dub the Baltimore Ravens defense against the Kansas city chiefs. I, and Sunday night football, that's just not a good game to play at defense. And I'm going to sleeper. We've sleepered a lot of this team, the Denver Bronco defense. Uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like this Denver Broncos team. They're an up-and-comer. They got some real talent on this team, both offensively and defensively. I'm looking for them to take advantage of that under the radar that they have and actually be an actually shut down the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. All right. Uh, my stud defense of the week is going to be the Arizona Cardinals. Um, <laughs> that pass rush is just ferocious. Uh, you're going to score points on sacks in this one. They're going to rush the passer. They're going to force some Early throws are going to get some turnovers. Um, I love that Cardinals defense this week. I'm dudding the Houston Texans. Um, the Browns are just going to put up a ton of points in this one. They also are pretty good at taking care of the football, so I don't see the Texans being super effective in this one. And my sleeper is going to be the Green Bay Packers on Monday night against the Detroit Lions. Uh, Jared Goff is going to have to force some throws in this one, and he just doesn't have the receivers to get separation. I really think that that secondary is going to bounce back. They're probably going to get a couple of turnovers in this one. So I like the Packers as well. Um, that wraps it up for us this week. Gorilla, what's the one thing you're looking forward to this weekend? Uh, this uh, and, and Week two is kind of a bounce back week. We get to see the teams that maybe struggled in week one that are still real powerhouses, really show that they are powerhouses. Teams like, like Buffalo or Green Bay, you saw some of these teams we get to see. And then we also get to see this week 
if teams that won these games, won these big games, are for real. Teams like Arizona. Is Cincinnati really stepping up? Is Cincinnati really better than we thought they would be? Now, this is the week when we actually start to see who the better teams are. Start uh, The cream starts to rise to the top this year. There's a few games I'm really excited about. I'm really curious about that San Francisco-Philadelphia game because I think they're both very evenly matched. Uh, I think there's going to be some games that are going to be absolutely hysterical to watch. I think the Jets and Patriots is going to be so bad it's funny. Uh, There's a lot to look forward to this week. I think it's going to be a fun week of football. I'm looking forward to see what happens uh, as, as uh, as the week unfolds. Yeah, I think the best thing about week two is that's when we start to see the patterns unfold. You kind of get to see who actually is a good team and who is just a pretender from week one. They got a good matchup. So uh, I agree with you. We get to kind of see if the Cardinals are really legit. We get to see if Philadelphia is, is, you know, more than what they showed from last season, if they're really on the right track. Uh, You know, we get to see if San Francisco is really going to be a contender. Uh, you actually, I mean, I think one of the more interesting games of the week is going to be the Raiders and the Steelers. Um, the Steelers have a really, really good defense. They probably have a top five defense this season. And, uh, you know, what they were able to shut down Buffalo. So are the Steelers for real or are the Raiders for real? You know, after that big win against the, the Ravens on Monday night, you know, are the Raiders really going to be contenders this season? So I think that's going to be a really good matchup to watch, whether it's low scoring or not. I think we're going to find out a lot about both of those teams this week as well. Uh, so those are a couple of games that I'm keen on this weekend. But again, that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, we do have our picks up or we will have our picks up on our spreadsheet tonight before the game starts. Um, I did not get those up last week in time, so I'm not going to post them. Uh, I, I'm all about transparency and I don't want people out there, you know, all of our listeners to be thinking that we are making picks after the games are already played. So because I missed out on putting them up, I won't post them at all. We'll just start with week two and carry on for the season from there. Um, but check out our Facebook page for the uh, season picks. Check out our Facebook page uh, for any questions that you have. I think one of the questions I got this week was, should you start Kyler Murray or Josh Allen this week? Um, Gorilla, what's your opinion on that one? As big a Josh Allen fan as I am, I, it's hard not to go with Kyler Murray this week. I, I think it's a fantastic matchup. I think it's a better matchup. Yeah, I agree as well. I think uh, Josh Allen's ceiling is kind of, two touchdowns this week. I think that Miami game is in Buffalo game is going to be really low scoring. So I think Josh Allen's kind of sealing us right around two to three touchdowns where Kyler Murray is going to be a minimum of three and maybe four to five. Plus he gets, he'll have more yardage on the ground and he has a better chance to run one in as well. So I, I think uh, Kyler Murray is definitely the better start this week as well. Um, but yeah, if anybody has any questions, please feel free to post them on our Facebook page, um, email us, at studs and duds uh, sports at gmail.com. But look us up on all our social media. Feel free to comment on any of our our posts at all. um, And we'll be happy to answer your questions for you. But that's going to wrap us up for week two for Gorilla. I am AJ and we will see you next week.